0: Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes. So climb on
1: board to the
0: Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute. Where we point out the moments and break down the minutes. let point break one minute at a time. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, it's just I have a kitty in my lap. And it's just kind of coming out of me this way this time. I don't know what that's about, but Frances is right here. She's joining in on the podcast. This is, we point out the moments and break down the minutes, <laughs> the point break one minute at a time. I'm Meryn Kennedy.
1: And I'm Jessa Lowe.
0: Hi, Jessa. How's it going?
1: And I'm Frances McDormeow. Oh,
0: Frances McDormio says hi.
1: That's our kitty. Our ki- oh,
0: yeah. We're just a nitty-bitty kitty committee over yeah. here. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, this is Point Break Minute.
0: This is Point Break Minute. Uh, We're professional podcasters. We used uh, adult tones of voices at all times, even when our cats are in our lap. Let's stop.
1: Let's just put a kibosh on this now. (laughs) Okay, fine.
0: Uh, We're on uh, minute 71. Yep. This is a big one.
1: Yep. This is the continuation of the ever-so-famous climax scene of Point Break.
0: This is a big one, and I have uh, just before we start, I have one question, Jessa. Have you ever fired your gun in the air and went ah?
1: Can't say I have.
0: And no, I haven't either. Yeah. I've never fired a gun before, actually. Oh really? No. I, th- I
1: think I fired like a either a BB gun or airsoft rifle or something like that. Oh, it kind of counts. Yeah, my horrible goblin um, family member. Uh used to shoot oh, them yeah, at squirrels. I
0: know oh yeah.
1: And um when I was a kid, uh he he showed me how to shoot a gun. So yeah. Goblin family members. Don't not a recommendation.
0: Goblin, not not an acute like gremlin nope, kind of goblin. He's literally
1: lair. a goblin who is melting and I hate him. He's yeah. Yeah. Negativity.
0: Negativity. <laughs> Negativity. Yeah.
1: Um
0: so this minute starts off with a bang. Literally.
1: It does. So it starts off with Keanu on the ground, distressed. He is full of anguish, angst, confusing feelings. Bodhi's run away. He can't shoot him because he loves him too much. So he fires his gun into the air. Not once, not twice, but fourteen times. Fourteen
0: times. Um, yeah, this is Keanu's. This is his big character conflict in the movie. He uh, he has been of two minds, sort of. He's playing both sides of this uh, this situation, and this is the moment where they collide. Yeah, and they crash into a big screaming wreck. Yeah, where he screams in the air and fires his gun fourteen times.
1: Yeah, he
0: fires his gun in the air and goes ah.
1: Fourteen times.
0: Fourteen times. Well, he goes he shoots it fourteen times. He doesn't go ah fourteen times.
1: If only. No.
0: Ah ah ah. Uh, ah.
1: Uh. No, it's just one continuous ah. And uh we were thinking that this was from our conversation with uh Tierney, that this is a Sig Sauer um gun. Um because the, the Sig Sauer maxes at about twenty rounds or so, depending on the model. Um so we were thinking that yeah, prob- prob- probably a Sig Sauer, but we we don't know exactly what model. I believe Tyranny might have even said, but I can't remember.
0: In any case, we did do our research, and there's um he did fire his gun, I believe, thirteen times before at the beginning of the car chase.
1: Yeah, so that's what twenty seven rounds.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, the maximum amount of rounds this gun would have would be twenty, I believe, is what we figured out. Yeah. Um, so I didn't see him reload. I don't think he would have had a chance to. I mean, I... he may- maybe he could have. But we didn't maybe,
1: see it. Maybe, yeah. yeah he might oh, he was have in the made, car, or maybe. Or maybe he had another gun, which would seem a little silly to have another gun. Because um, I was just reading an article. I don't really know the source Pew Research, but it sounds official. Um, but I, I don't know how official it is. But they were saying basically that only 27% of cops um, uh, would fire their gun. Um over a year of duty um so I, I don't know what the the context is for that those numbers, how many people they surveyed, or what but in there's the study that they're citing it was of less than a third of of cops um
0: yes, that's was yeah. always my understanding yeah. it doesn't it's, happen it's very not, much and whenever not. you do
1: it's a big fucking deal like you have to um, it's a lot of
0: paperwork.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to find like i I I don't still have my paperwork for my police course, uh, I don't think. But um, and I was trying to look this up online, and I couldn't find a legit source, um, for it. But it was saying that anytime you fire a bullet outside of a gun range, you basically have to write a report out of this. So this means he needs to write twenty seven reports. Um, it, really? Well, yeah. Okay. For every because every bullet fired has to be accounted for.
0: That would be a tough assignment. Uh, especially in this circumstance, because yeah. finding originality after like the twenty sixth one, where it's like, well, this one I also just fired they're in not, the air they're out they're of anger.
1: Creative writing.
0: What are okay?
1: <laughs> it's a report. They're documenting what literally happened. They're not trying. They're not looking through their sources. What's another way to say? Like, oh, you
0: plagiarized this from the from uh, you know old Pappas's report back in the day. Is, is he helping you out there? Like, but that- I, Jessa, I want to get an A. What do I do?
1: there's no a's in reports nobody's grading it on your writing content you don't become a cop because you write well
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe you should
1: i don't think so because if a cop became had to become like part of becoming a cop was that you could write well it seems like there would be Maybe fiction. Maybe a little less
0: violence in the world.
1: This seems like there would be fiction covering up some things. <laughs> this seems like this could be getting to very dangerous territory, Marin. If that was a requirement for becoming a cop.
0: Come say, come say.
1: <laughs> That's not how it's used.
0: <laughs> anyway, so, so he shoots his gun a lot. Uh, he's going to have to do a lot of... A
1: mountain of paperwork. A mountain of
0: paperwork. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he. I guess he was trying to be he's going through law school I don't know was that real
1: no that was his cover he went to school
0: for football so he's probably not up you know up for this big creative writing assignment that he has to do (laughs) it's not a creative
1: writing (laughs) assignment there's no so room it, for creativity so is here it just
0: like one of those like reports you just like fill in like here's you know check this mark if you fired at someone or check this mark if you uh if either. you missed
1: i don't know what the reports literally look like but well, you're not writing imagine. a book report Marin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just really like the idea of like having to be like okay uh what do i find new to say about this one you know
1: there's nothing they're not looking for introspective thoughts on like do you feel guilty for firing i mean maybe they are they'll probably have to send him to counseling that's probably a requirement yeah if tv has taught us anything after you fire your gun you're sent to the counselor's office of the police station
0: mm-hmm. that makes sense i would hope yeah. so he could really use some counseling he could really honestly use some counseling <laughs> but what do you know he wouldn't be able to really tell the truth it should be hard
1: why couldn't he it's it's confidential it, it is
0: confidential. Okay, even if it's like he's oh well, maybe aiding not. and abetting a criminal, fine. Maybe not <laughs> setting them, go- letting them go. See, I don't the
1: Sopranos have taught us anything. She keeps it confidential, I think, for the most part.
0: Yeah, he can I guess like in the Sopranos, he can't talk about literally, like literally things, like like murdering someone.
1: Like, I think he, he does, but they. Fig- this is a Sopranos spoiler. So five, four, three, two, one. Turn it off. Um, but uh. I'm pretty sure they have to come up with like kind of like code names and she's like, just don't tell me the shit because if you tell me the shit, I have to report it. So they come up with ways around it so that he can tell her and she won't have to report it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Quite a complex character dynamic in The Sopranos there. Yeah. It's a good show.
1: Speaking of complex character dynamics.
0: Pappas in Utah or Bodie in Utah?
1: Bodie in Utah.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's more a little more complicated.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, he fires fourteen rounds in the air and screams ah and then, as in as in the Hot Fuzz movie, which is referenced movie. heavily. Um,
1: I have another thing to say about it. Okay, in the go air. ahead. Or, or were you gonna?
0: I wasn't. I was just saying Hot Fuzz.
1: Okay. So before we move on from this, I was also looking at. I'll
0: talk more about Hot Fuzz later. Okay. We'll
1: so when you fire a gun in the air, um, that's a that that that's illegal. You can't do that because of obvious reasons like. Um people can get shot, it can ricochet off something, you know, that's that's not cool. Um because a bullet can fly up to a mile depending on certain um factors.
0: And where it comes down, no one knows. Yeah.
1: So uh there you go. Yeah. Just thought I'd I'd slip that little that Bullet little of, Science from yeah. Jessa. Yeah.
0: Thanks for that report, Jessa. You're welcome. Now back to the news. Uh, So he fires his gun in the round, round, fires 14 rounds in the air, going Mm -hmm. ah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, old Bodie, old uh, Reagan face, escapes with his tattered tailcoat.
1: Patrick. Oh, Patrick. No. And then it goes to um, back to headquarters. Yeah, to uh, actor Ping Wu. Marin, can you tell us a little bit about Ping Wu? Ping
0: Wu uh, is a you know um, Asian American character actor. Uh, I he is. I mostly know him from being on an episode of Seinfeld, or I think a few episodes of Seinfeld, uh, where he played a Chinese delivery guy. Um, and then there's an issue with like a lawsuit around his character, and then there's a lawyer. Oh, um
1: wait in real life as well no, 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 in the show? Oh, no, no, in the show. Okay.
0: No, uh, no. But um that's that's basically what I remember him from. It's interesting. It, this probably would have been around the same time he was on Seinfeld, but he's playing a very sort of straight, you know, just just a guy, just a, a what would we do like a controller or something like that
1: uh yeah he's, he I has think a he's headset a di- on I think he's a dispatch
0: a dis- yeah that's um, that sounds like the right word he has a headset on and he's sort of giving information to people out in the field i think they're
1: going over some license plate numbers sounds like it yeah he says um,
0: sam ira x-ray sam ida x-ray so yeah. s-i-x yeah so he's just like confirming that it's six
1: yeah or that's maybe somehow the the letters or just yeah. six. I Sam,
0: know. I mean, I guess, like, everyone has their own. I actually, you know, I work at a call center. I have mm-hmm. my own little, like, uh, shorthand for, like, confirming letters and stuff like that. Like, like P a, for not in Tom. P is in pneumonia. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I do P as in pizza. Because mm. pizza's fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've never heard... I, I do use Sam, actually, uh, sometimes when I can't think of what another, another one. Uh, but I've never heard of Ida being used. And X-ray is used in the naval um alphabetic uh, so Isn't it's like it sierra Alpha.
1: for S. normally sierra si-
0: but x is an x-ray
1: uh, oh uh, so that's what i'm
0: saying x-ray is used yeah. but sam and ida are not the it would be a sierra in india india so he's mixing it up a little bit yeah uh, but i don't know maybe the fbi has their own thing or maybe he just does his own thing or
1: maybe this is ad-libbed
0: could be i'd be impressed if it was ad-libbed it sounds very official and uh yeah. and uh realistic so,
1: yeah, I wonder if there's like a set, like when you're in the police, you must use this. I'm sure there is. I like would a- imagine they
0: have to like use the same one, yeah. so There isn't confusion. So Sam, yeah. Ida, X-ray, uh, yeah. He, um, it's a nice, it's a nice little like. He's a side character. He doesn't really have any character moments, but he's a uh, Utah's sitting with him, and, I- and they're just like they're seeing if they can find the car or find the guys, and uh, there's no no luck yet. Um, yeah. And he's just, it's like one of those examples of like he just has to be believable in doing his job and he does yeah. a good job at that
1: yeah and keanu looks like he hasn't showered in a really long time yeah he's, he's had just...
0: a rough couple days
1: yeah and after seeing near dark i mean like Catherine bigelow just loves grime yeah and like so the grime everything's here, smoky and, hazy and dingy and yeah. dirty and yeah she there's, really like, does oil smudges on people and yeah. yeah.
0: Even looking at like the recent th- like trilogy of movies that she did the uh Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty and Detroit. They're all pretty gross and dirty too. Like no one's in a good place. No one's clean or, you know, having recently showered really. It's mm-hmm. all just like military or being in like a city-wide war zone.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, Busey kind of pops his head in. Oh yeah, and, um, his shirt is another.
0: <laughs> it just gets they, they crank it up to another level each scene. Yeah. I feel like, and it's even more noticeable because, like, I feel like they kind of first, I first kind of noticed his shirts when he was like, okay, he's going undercover as like a yeah. beach guy. Yeah. But then he just kept wearing them, My, and now he's back at the office. I think
1: he just loves it. I
0: think he loves it. I mean, yeah, he he's just like, this is this is. I've I've awakened Yeah Into my final form Exactly I'm Gary Chu
1: Yeah This is like You know Third evolution Gary Yeah And he's ready to live his best life
0: Yes he is He's kind
1: of like a divorcee And like a rom-com Mm-hmm Um you know, yeah, this or his is...
0: like adult son comes to visit him and like, Dad,
1: you need what a... happened to you? Yeah, he's like,
0: I'm, I'm having a great time, son. What are you talking about? Yeah, and like,
1: after mom left, yeah. you just got weird, Dad. And at the end
0: of the episode, they each learn something from each other. Yeah. Like Gary learns that, like, well, it's good to be responsible, get still, and still have a good time. And the son learns to lighten up a little. Is bit. Is
1: that Keanu and Gary's relationship?
0: Yeah, I mean, pretty much, his father son.
1: Rom com dad, and
0: yeah, specifically rom- in a rom com father son yeah. relationship where it's uh, he the dad's divorced and the son is having trouble with like a relationship or something like that. Well,
1: wasn't Keanu in a rom com with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as good as it gets, I think so. Or something's gotta give one of those two. Uh,
0: I just always get them mixed up.
1: Yeah, one of those two.
0: See, as good as it gets, I think it's something's gotta give. I don't know. As good as it gets is uh, Jack Nicholson and um. Meryl Streep. No, that's that is. I'm I'm totally. It, is that it now. it's complicated? It's complicated. Is uh, Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin and Meryl Streep? Weird. Yeah, and there it's complicated. It's complicated, <laughs> Marin. It's complicated. Like, Marin. Uh, it's
1: complicated.
0: Uh, so as good as it gets is Jack Nicholson and uh, mad about you woman. What's her name?
1: Oh,
0: uh, Holly not H- Helen Hunt, I believe. Not Holly Hunter, but Helen Hunt. And then something's gotta give is Jack Nicholson and uh
1: Diane Keaton. Diane
0: Keaton. Since and when was Keanu Dr- Reeves is the doctor in that, and there's rumors that Keanu Reeves and Diane Keaton dated after that movie.
1: Yeah. Although in an interview, Diane Keaton was like, Oh my goodness me, when somebody brought that up.
0: So it has to be true.
1: I don't know. I want it to be true.
0: I mean she didn't say no, did she? Or did she I just laugh remember. about it? I think
1: I don't can't remember.
0: You would remember if she said, no, I feel like anyway, it's a rumor it's not confirmed I think
1: I, I want it to be true so bad that any, I really want it to yeah. be true
0: that's I mean that's a great may December romance or may yeah. may October
1: may I don't care because it's, she's still it's good. fine, yeah, yeah.
0: um. And I like that she – I'm just glad that it wasn't Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson dating. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) No, but also since when did did Hollywood decide that Jack Nicholson makes a good leading man and, like, leading man romantic guy?
0: Yeah, it's weird. It kind of happened late in life for him because, like, early career Jack Nicholson – He
1: was, like, Chinatown. um, Not
0: usually a romantic lead.
1: He would be the lead, but not – He's in a Benson Price movie as, like, a Robin Hood character.
0: Oh, that's so weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, what he's usually the, kind yeah, of just raven? like. I think that's a raven.
0: Yeah, he 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 wouldn't play like that kind of like romantic comedy. He usually like he would play a lead, like, and sometimes he would have like it would be a romantic like, se- you know scene or something like that. But it wouldn't be a con- It'd be more
1: like rapey than it would romantic, be just weird. Like. There'd
0: be something weird about it because yeah. he's weird. But then like late you know after he turned sixty, it was like oh he's like you yeah, he can do like the the old guy, you know. Jack
1: Nicholson's gross.
0: He is really gross. <laughs> And he's notorious okay. for dating younger women
1: and being kind of a sleaze bag.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Jacko.
1: Um. He could
0: have been Pappas.
1: He could have been Pappas, but Busey's better.
0: I think Busey is better. Yeah. I mean, and he would have been like, he would have overpowered it a little bit. By yeah. Being like too. It too would have much. been all about him. Yeah.
1: And like surprisingly, Busey doesn't steal the show. In yeah. This. That's what's beautiful
0: about it is that he he's a good. Uh, he's a good character actor in that, like, he can do a lot of stuff and he doesn't, like... I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a subtle thing. Now he would steal the show. Because he's too weird? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, he's he's too into that persona. And, like, any time he would be cast, I'm sure the reason why he would be cast now would be to steal the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely, like... He, he He's always an actor who asks for a lot of money and he has to have, you know, a certain amount of screen time, probably, and has to just... Yeah. You know that's sort of part of the deal with him. Um, when you get Jack Nicholson, you got to do such and such.
1: Um, but he comes in and he's just cash smoking a cigar. He has a cigar, yes. He's, I think it's the second scene where he's just cash smoking a cigar. Well, in How this... else
0: can you smoke a cigar very intensely? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
1: Like he's in a police office where the guy, an FBI office, where where can still smoking doors. I know, but like Harp made this whole huge stink about like we're healthy here, and Mah, bah, well, rah. yeah,
0: I mean that's that's an ongoing, I feel like, controvert yeah. controversy in a Point Break is like was that like how was that serious? I think I mean it must have been from his side, but like it's also like he's talking to the new guy, so is it something that he's just like
1: yeah, well, no and one really Pappas does after sheep. like
0: you know after after a year, no one ever does this shit. But I'm mean, gonna I try and get you know the new guy to get on board with my whole like healthy agent plan. But then, I mean, Pappas is obviously, like, he's been, he's over the edge. He doesn't care anymore. He just does his own thing. He knows that there's nothing he can do to, like, get back in the good graces of, like, the leadership. He just does his own thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And he, he says to Keanu, like, come into my office for a sec. His office. His office. He has an office. And then he just takes him into the, I think it's just kind of like, it's supposed to be kind of a joke because he just takes him to, like, a room. Yeah. It's just it like a bullpen. It doesn't
0: look like his office. It's just, it's, At first, I just thought it was like a hallway. It does look like another room, but...
1: It looks like a bullpen to me. Where yeah. there's like a bunch of like cubicles. It doesn't kind look of like thing.
0: an office, like like his office.
1: Yeah. I think it's supposed to be kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing, but yeah. B.C. takes it very seriously. Well, it's a
0: serious scene. This is dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, Keanu, you know, you don't miss. He yeah, says, you, you
1: don't miss. And...
0: Uh, when you shoot, you don't miss.
1: Yeah, and again, we've already talked about this before. is supposed to be a good shot, and he fires 27 shots and misses That is the first thing
0: established game. in the movie. Yeah. hundred Utah, 100%. Yeah,
1: and he's missed every single shot out of 27. Yeah. It's too bad.
0: Yeah, I really screwed it up.
1: <laughs> but think if he like made it. Think how different that would make this movie.
0: It would, yeah, it would if, just kind of be like, <laughs> it would be a weird ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got him. It would. It would be like the Zero Dark Thirty ending at that point. It's like, well, we did it. And then he would just sit in an airplane and cry.
1: Oh, Yeah. Is that how Zero Dark Thirty ends? Yeah. That's really sad. It is really sad. (laughs) I don't remember that movie very well.
0: Yeah, it's... I mean, spoiler... Spoiler alert for Zero Dark Thirty, they kill Osama Bin Laden like they did in real life. Yeah. And then, like, there's kind of, like... You can interpret it in a lot of different ways, but it's just kind of like... Well, that, that was, you know, literally over a decade of work yeah and we did it, and there's just sort of a release of just like holy shit and it's, a good, it's, a good, it's it's a powerful s- moment yeah. Jessica Chastain yeah. does, kills it you know you can interpret it in a lot of different ways, but it's yeah definitely understand what's going on there uh so that would be the 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 real you know heavy drama point yeah <laughs> it's like he shoots Bodie, yeah and then he just has to deal with that
1: I mean this gets into heavy drama territory, but never like no, we will talk about the end like to that it, but it's it doesn't yeah.
0: quite play that heavy yeah so yeah B- Busey says you, know, you don't miss you're a good shot you know and then you utah just answers i missed in a very my boat style delivery all like kevin costner what uh, from Waterworld? <laughs> he just his boat oh. sinks and he's just like my boat
1: oh yeah it's very or, blank we're about we're gonna talk about tombstone pretty uh, in a couple minutes <laughs> but there's a moment in tombstone where kurt russell's just like no, no, no. <laughs> we'll talk about Tombstone
0: in a, yeah, in a moment. But it's just very blank. Like he's and I guess he's tra- he's playing kind of like a, I'm empty inside. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm you know, just like shutting down kind of. Well, and
1: I guess you could say that's how Kevin Costner is playing. It, that's how Keanu is playing it.
0: Yeah. Neither of them quite play for me. It's like it just seems a little silly. Yeah. It's like too blank. Yeah. Uh, you just, like, give it, like, give it just a little bit, like, if it were me, I obviously wouldn't be as good as Keanu Reeves, because he's an angel. Uh, but if I was playing this scene, I would make more of, like, a a a choice of deception, like, hey, man, I missed. What are you gonna, you know, stop busting my balls, or something like that. Hey! Hey! I'm I'm Johnny Utilini. (laughs) I'm an Italian FBI agent.
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Forget about it. I miss What do you
1: yay. Gabagool. <laughs> give me Utah. Give me two Gabagools.
0: <laughs> give me a stromboli. I should have had three strombolis. Hey,
1: <laughs> Like a meatball sub isn't Italian or something, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind of, it's
0: kind of, I guess, Italian-American. Like, yeah. I don't know if they had those, like, hoagies in, in old Sicily.
1: Yeah. Gotta um, love dem old hoagies.
0: Dem old hoagies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he missed. Yeah.
1: That's the minute.
0: And then, well, Busey uh, starts, uh, Papa starts getting into a little whole thing where he's like, you know, I don't believe it because either either you're. I don't uh, think that's
1: this minute. Is it? Yeah, he
0: starts getting into it. He gets uh, cut off, but he's like, either you, Mr., you're just too goddamn close to this thing. And he's like, really sort of gives a fist. He's like, too
1: goddamn close. Mm-hmm. And that's the minute. Cool. Cool. What's your recommendation, Marin?
0: My recommendation actually I was going to give you, talk, you brought up Tombstone. Oh, okay. I'm actually not going to recommend that this minute, but uh, I'll just uh, give it a preview for the next minute. That will be my recommendation mm. for one of the upcoming minutes um, in a few days from now when we get back to record the next one. Um, I am going to record Hot Fuzz. I, not record, recommend Hot Fuzz just because we've been talking about it a lot and I feel like it's worth it just put it down <laughs> on the record that I like Hot Fuzz and I recommend that you watch it.
1: If you're one of the one people who hasn't seen it. I feel
0: like, you know, it's it's not like the most popular movie ever. I feel like a lot of people have seen it, but there may be some who haven't. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be on the record that I like Hot Fuzz a lot. It's actually my favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. Same. Um, Shaun of the Dead, I think, is okay. I'm not like a much of a zombie movie kind of guy, so I, I guess I just can't quite... I, I, it doesn't hit me in certain ways that people who like grew up watching zombie mm-hmm. movies are really into that would. It's still clever, and I like it. It also, it gets a little sad for me. It's just not... I don't remember... Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Hot Fuzz is just like uh, it's it's like the Return of the Jedi of the trilogy. It's just like a fun movie to throw on. I love the action sequences. I love the comedy of it. I love the relationship that uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have in that. Probably the most of the three. Like it's just like a fun dynamic that they have. It's kind of a slobs versus snobs almost, mm-hmm. but they get along and they learn stuff from each other. And uh, Timothy Dalton's in it. Lots of uh, Olivia Coleman's in it, as we brought up earlier. Mm-hmm uh lots of good people uh you know jim broadbent it's it's wonderful it's a fun movie it's clever it's sharp it's it's wonderful and uh and they uh reference point rate quite a bit in it sweet what are you going to recommend jessa
1: so i'm going to recommend the mashup album um to me it's the mashup album to rival all other mashup albums uh wugazi Which is a mashup of uh, Wu-Tang Clan and Fugazi made by uh, Cecil or Cecil. I don't know how he pronounces his name um cecil otter and swiss andy um which i uh i think are minneapolis based guys um but it's kind of similar to the gray album made by danger mouse which is a mashup of um jay-z's the black album and uh the beatles the white album haha makes the gray album that doesn't quite work for me whereas this ugazi 13 chambers um, which is a takeoff of, I believe, thirteen songs and twenty six chambers. Thirty six chambers. Excuse me, thirty six chambers. Um, this is this is why mashups were invented, in my opinion. This is brilliant, um, fantastic, amazing. Uh, the killer track off of it is "Sleep Rules Everything Around Me," um, and uh, "Forensic Shimmy" uh, is the other one super good give it a listen you will not regret it um it's excellent
0: good good mashups can be great there can be a lot of bad ones yeah but there's some really like a good mashup there's like nothing quite like it
1: yeah it's just, it's just brilliant. Just, like, it's just
0: like peak just like oh it's perfect yeah. yeah that's a good that's a good mashup we've
1: actually talked about having a podcast on all mashups
0: we've talked about it yeah yeah
1: um but this would be probably my favorite of all mashups Myrne's kind of Gotten me into the mashup world because before mm. the before that I was kind of like ugh, uh, girl yeah. talk kind of ruined everything for me. Yeah, and
0: that's yeah, but it's different. Fuck
1: girl talk, in my opinion. Um, it's different
0: because that's kind of just like DJing. we're like throwing together. But it's like yeah. yeah, it's like a fancier version of DJing. It just kind of like uh, it's fine, but like I like it when it's just like two songs or three, sometimes four, yeah. but it's just like a song. And it's not just like we're switching things up and we're getting you Here's dancing. three seconds and,
1: of this, three seconds of this, three yeah, seconds of this. Like I want to yeah. listen to
0: like a whole song that has a beginning, middle, yeah. and end. And it's just like, it doesn't keep switching things up. And like, it's just about like, let's get the energy on the dance floor up. It's like, you can listen to it and it's a good song. Yeah. Um, Wax Audio is also like yeah. a terrific uh, mashup producer. Um, they haven't done anything in a while. But if you look at their YouTube page, you can find a whole thing. You could download their albums for free yeah. as well on their website, I think. And there's some really, really good ones. Uh Hotel Full of Secrets is great. It's a, it's one of my favorites. It's a mashup of uh, a a saucer full of secrets or a saucer Mm -hmm. full of secrets by Pink Floyd and, uh, um, Hotel California by the Eagles. And it, it makes Hotel California listenable.
1: Uh, And my favorite is, uh, Slayer and, uh,
0: and uh, I heard it through Grapevine, yeah. uh, Marvin Gaye.
1: Yeah, it makes it so creepy and like more of like a revenge song. Yeah, it's, it's like, like changes
0: the way you interpret the lyrics of yeah. I heard it through the Grapevine when there's like this Slayer track playing underneath it's,
1: it. It makes it like the Korean revenge drama <laughs> yeah. of of pop music. It's awesome. Yeah, um, it's it's great.
0: There's some really good choice choices on there, and yeah, w- Wugazi's great. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. Well, uh, thank you for uh, swimming and get along with us and surfing with us again on Point Break Minute. Uh, and please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Also, I haven't brought this up in a while. There's a Point Break Minute listener surf shop. Uh, there's like you know, a handful of members on there. We post things sometimes. Uh, post you know, episode links. So if you want to, you know, keep up with keep up with us. Keep. I don't know what that was. Keep up. Keep up with us on mm. Point Break Minute. I'm kind of a beetle now. But I'm kind of Scottish, too. Oh. It's all changing now. Oh. What are you going to do, Jessa? I know you my rush. I, I, this is really bad now.
1: You should probably stop. I should before. probably stop.
0: Oi! Uh, Point Break Minute, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, whatever you're doing. Uh, please keep listening. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next time on another Point Break Minute, brah. <laughs>